Welcome to Third Tuesday Conversation, a monthly podcast that focuses on the ministry of faith formation with children, youth, and families in ELCA congregations. Our goal is to engage in conversations that strengthen and empower your ministry world. This podcast is produced by the ELCA Youth Ministry Network. I'm Adam Butler. I'm Elizabeth Pedersen. And I'm Danica Olson. Hey, everybody. Today we are joined by three high school graduates. Thrilled to have them as our final youth. Is that what we're calling this? Our final youth interview? Are you, what are we talking? See? I think we're Summer calling Summer fun the... youth interview of different ages and etc. With a really eloquent title. We'd call it an extravaganza if that wasn't already taken. <laughs> we would, but it is. So anyway, we have with us today, Sam, Lily, and Sophia, and they have just recently graduated from high school and have agreed to join us to answer all of our burning questions. So you want to say who you are and what you're up to next week, your leave for college next week. Yeah, um, my name's Sam, and I'm going to Mankato next Wednesday, so yeah. Um, I'm Lily, and I'm going to go to the University of Kansas, and I leave Friday. I'm Sophia, I'm going to Winona State, and I'm leaving on Monday. You're off to bigger and better things, people. Leave just, I forget how quickly it happens in August. Just everybody. Mm-hmm. We just had lunch, and they were just talking about how it flew by, but they have a month less than they're used to. Yeah. Summer, so. Yeah. Can I ask an, a question that's not on the list? <laughs> I just want to know how you're feeling the about first, going to college. The first oh, one out of the gate. I'm, gonna, I'm already I'm an offender immediately. I want to know how you feel about going to college. What's what's that like? I mean, mostly excited, but a little nervous for, I don't know, new people. Yeah. I'm just yeah. ready for, like, the next chapter. Like, I've had my time, and... I'm just ready to go out. Yeah, I feel like we're definitely all ready, but excited at the same time. But there's definitely things to be nervous about, too. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Are you living in the dorms, all of you? Yeah. Yes. yes. Rando roommates or people you know? Um, well, like we picked, but yeah, we don't really know them. They do it very differently than when us old people went to college. Yeah, you just get a name. Yeah, oh, they like this person on Instagram, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. They, like oh, posted on so nice. page and then found people, like reached out. Dude. So, wild world. That's <laughs> yeah, cool. That's very fun. Uh, I mean, I, it makes sense. I remember what some of the most fun was shopping for all the stuff you're getting for like your dorm or just just college in general. So there's here's another college follow-up question. What's the coolest thing you bought? like you you've gotten new for for your dorm or for just college in general i don't really have it <laughs> all right um i mean like i got this like wax warmer light thing like because you can't have like candles in your room so oh, like, like a melter oh. yeah it's like a wax melter but it's like a little lantern thing it's it's cute cool yeah. i like that that's that's a cool answer i like that nice <laughs> Yeah, I don't know anything specific. I'm just excited to put everything together, though, and yeah. get it so, all set up. We were talking about lofted beds versus, like, bunk beds. 
Somebody's roommate wants to not have a desk. <laughs> no, no like, desk. I'm pretty sure that you don't get a choice to move that out. <laughs> yeah, no. So, what, what do they want instead? <laughs> space. Space. Right? I think, space yeah. to do activities. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to nice. play Twister. <laughs> They're going to bring their Twister mat. <laughs> Left oh. foot green. I'm joking. <laughs> right foot red. Right foot red. Maybe. They are looking at you like you're kind of lame. Just saying. Oh, I am. So they're used to it. Totally. Right? <laughs> it's not new news to them. <laughs> yeah. They know you maybe a little. Oh, okay. Well, we're so thrilled to have you. And we have some burning questions because that's who we are. We're youth people who ask youth lots of questions so I want to know off the bat what's the best thing about being a teenager right now um I think like not having too many responsibilities yet like just hanging out with friends like kind of whenever nice yeah yeah I think it's really nice the freedom that comes with being a teenager especially like in the later years of being a teenager like when you get your license yeah especially when you get your license and can hang out with your friends more and start to do what you want to do more. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Sweet. What's the worst thing about being a teenager? I'd definitely say like the pressure that adults put on you to know what's next and the questions that you're asked that you sometimes don't know the answers to. Also, Uh I think like finding groups of friends, like especially like as you're like going to college, like Finding the friends that in, that have the same interests as you, like, I think just because you've grown up with the same friends, but when you go off to college, you're starting find, brand new. Yeah, find new people. Yeah. Yeah. During the school year, they told me that they were going to make a shirt that says, do not ask me about what's next. <laughs> Which one of you is that? Yes. Sure. I don't know. We didn't, we didn't maybe not shirt. a shirt oh okay maybe she, not a shirt she asked us to, every wednesday when we came to church she was asking us questions <laughs> so so i'm the problem <laughs> <laughs> it's me hi i'm the problem i'm the problem it's me <laughs> and like on the youth trip it, earlier this summer they were like you get five minutes they told all the adult leaders you get five minutes to ask us any question you want but then we cannot talk about college anymore right yeah yeah they were just they're like so done yeah well I mean we've gotten the questions like so well right with grad parties and all of that like when it's like with Sam and I since we're sisters like you know like oh like are you guys gonna miss each other and all this stuff like they're twins are you gonna miss each other are you going to miss each other (laughs) (laughs) yep 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 the answer is yes move on What a what a great que- what a great question for two people who have spent their entire lives together. That if you're going to a different place at the same time, and won't be around each other, if you'll miss each other. That's a yeah. That's a great. That's a great know, what question. A, what a really unimaginative th- question. Really thoughtful. Really question. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm interested to know as you do make the the transition though. You know what's the best thing, worst thing about being a teenager? But I'm 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 wondering about like what kind of things you are like if you're willing to be a little bit vulnerable and honest about like the things that you're feeling as you like, as one part of your life comes to an end and a a new thing is beginning, like 
what does that feel like? What's the kind of overwhelming emotion? I think it's like scary, but like also like you're also excited for the next chapter in life. But it definitely is scary as you're like growing older. Yeah, like I think the weirdest part is that we've like grown up with all these friends and like we've known everyone, even if we haven't weren't like close at a certain point. But we always knew that we could be so like making a whole new group, like meeting all new people at a new place. It's going to be interesting. In, like, new environment that you're yeah, not like, used to. Where you don't live every day. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know anyone. You don't know anything around you. It's just weird. And it's like starting over, which is scary, but also really exciting. Mm-hmm. And also, like, living in a new place for, like, nine months is definitely going to be a very big change. I mean, like... You're yeah. not going to be living with your animals anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, family. Family. Like, never mind you know. your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, your family's not going to be there 24 7. So, yeah. yeah. Like, scary, terrifying, or scary something else? I think, like, scary, just like not knowing. Like, mm-hmm. scary, <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, aside from what's happening next, we'll stop. We had our five minutes, so we'll stop asking about that. (laughs) (laughs) Just generally where you're at in your life. What do you worry about or what gives you anxiety in your life right now? I think it's just like messing up or like not knowing what like. You're like failing at something like some kids always seem like they have everything like they know everything like they know four-year plan or like five-year plan mm. like sometimes I just don't know so I think there can be worries there like trying to figure out stuff and yeah like they have their whole life planned out and it's just like I mean that's good but also like yeah. for me personally I don't know like mm-hmm. but you don't gotta know I don't know either honey yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you think it's like real or do you think it's an illusion? Like, oh, yep, I know I'm going to do this and I know I'm going to do that and I got it all figured out. But like, are those the kids who are like come home after the first semester or like figure out that it's not exactly what they planned? And then like they maybe have their wonderings and anxiety just like you did this year. It's just, just like put off a year or a few years. Yeah, or, like, they're, like, telling themselves that that's what they want to do, but then they, like, figure out, really like, not. yeah. Also, like, I feel like sometimes these days the parents pressure them on, like, this is what you should do, mm. and, like, in reality, you know. It's you, not actually what they want to right, do. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or, like, even for, like, the parents want to live their kids' dreams sometimes, mm. and it's just, like... They might not want to do that either, you know? Yeah. It's mm. real. What about what gives you hope? I think what makes me most hopeful about our generation is that everyone's really passionate about what they believe in and so, and honest. And I think we'll fight for like what we believe in, like and change what what's wrong and what's happening. And I think everyone's been 
really yeah. vocal about that. Yeah, like I've noticed throughout high school, like we always talk about stuff like in class, like about the world, like we just talk about it and people aren't like scared to say what they think. And it's not ignored, like your yeah. voice is being heard and we're like, this is just the way that it's always, it's right. the way it's always been. So mm-hmm. it's the way it'll be. Mm-hmm. I think that's true about your generation. You're not going to like stand for that. Right. Like, it's always been this way. So that's how we got to do it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, this is also an unapproved question, but you mentioned, <laughs> you know, you have something that you believe in or things that you stand for. And I wonder what that is for you like what's the thing that you're like "Mm," that you'll get like fiery about I'm just curious I think like just like the inequality in our world yeah yeah just like overall like different things too yeah there's a lot of different like topics in inequality like racial issues LGBTQ like a bunch of different things women yeah I don't know women's health and I think we see that a lot more living in Minneapolis, too, though. Mm. Say more what you mean by that. Like, especially during COVID and with, like, the George Floyd things, we saw mm. all that firsthand. And some of our peers, like, especially were, like, able to show their voice there and learn, introduce, they were introduced to, like, what it feels like to stand up for what you think is right, mm. not what the world thinks is right. Interesting. That's great. I, I think that is an example of what you were saying before about what gives you hope for this generation is that like, you're not going to stand by and just let it be, you know, it's like, mm, no, this isn't right. And we're not going to let it stay this way. Yeah. You know, I, that gives me hope. Thank you. Let's go. (laughs) I am interested as a person who works in a church and who is thinking about church more than I probably should actually, but uh, who's thinking about uh, quite often. I'm interested to know your perspective of, of church and of God and of faith uh, as, as young people who have grown up in a, different church than I grew up in who, you know, and I grew up in a different church than people who are 20 years older than me. But in terms of like where you are at and where you feel like your peers are at, uh, I'm wondering, you know, is faith important to you? Is it, is it important to your peers? And like, what impact does God or faith have on your or your friends' lives? I'd say Yes, it has an impact on me and us, but that's, I think, mainly because we've built a community and a group of people at our church that we know and we're comfortable with. And it's always been, like, a part of our parents' lives, so they've always wanted us to, like, be a part, be a part of, of a church. And that's <clears> why I think, yeah, a church. I think that's why it's not as important to our peers. I don't see that it's important to them, but I think that's because their parents never took them there and it's not important to their parents either. So, Mm. and I think COVID messed that up too. Like if you did have a community at church kind of crumbled and broke apart and yeah, we're lucky enough that we have a like group here that we still have. That's good. And it has like decreased. I mean, there was a lot of seniors in our community before COVID, but I think like, 
even when we have like little Wednesday nights, you know, we could have more people there, but they just don't come to church anymore. So yeah, it I feel like matter I, to them anymore. Yeah, I feel like I don't know for some reason talking about religion at school, like you don't do it. Yeah, like there's like a huge like stigma about it. I don't mm. know. Mm. Do you think it's because you go to a school with lots of diversity, diversity. in in the way of religion, not just cultural diversity, but religious diversity? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, there's less commonality maybe to to talk about. I know that like, so this, the community that, that we're a part of has a large Jewish population. And would you say like, they're vocal about their faith life? Yeah. Yes. We have a lot of friends that are Jewish and yeah, they totally talk about it a lot. And why do you think that is? I think it's similar to what you were saying about like, it's a, it's just a part of their family. It's a cultural piece rather than like a side Right, exactly. Yeah, like, I honestly feel like there's more of a Jewish community, like, in our school. Mm, there's actual like, community there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like, a lot of people, like, go to school, and then they also go to... Temple together? Yeah. Yeah, and they have a very good relationship with, with each other. Like, I don't really know many people who people. are left out of that community and are Jewish. Ah. Yeah. Like, they're all one, and they... Do you, are... have, a, do you have a sense of, like what that's about I think it might be just because they've grown up doing everything together and now they're all graduating together and their parents have been a part of it too I think that's huge it's more of a cultural thing and they're all like one it's not like they go to all different temples Mm. yeah it's mostly just like the same as but they also all came from Jewish day school from and then into high school oh sure so like they also we went to elementary school yeah. together too mm-hmm. so that could be a thing hmm. definitely because hmm. they're coming from different yeah like schools, we all really you all came from a bunch of different elementary right. schools yeah yeah and they had the same community all the way mm-hmm. right. so maybe they're just I'm really closer. curious about the the parent thing and maybe you don't have a fully formed answer about this but I happen to think parents are a really big deal in kids' faith lives right guys oh yeah um would you say would you say that you like learned about faith practices and about your life of faith because of conversations you had at home or that like it was important that you came here together or what what would you say was the the thing that keeps you faithful young people when you say that maybe your peers aren't quite well my, my dad always grew up going to church like every Sunday going to church and same that's just and same with our mom so I think just like keeping that in the family so was, they obviously wanted to introduce us like, right to the stuff and I feel like and I think as like even going to daycare here and like just being surrounded by this community when we're young mm. I think that also helps too because yeah. you meet peers like Carol like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have really known her I don't think if I like yeah was like that I mean when we were younger it was always like oh like we gotta go you know what I mean and then now like it's like switched like we want to go you're dragging your parents to church yeah (laughs) basically (laughs) no but I know a lot of like friends that they went through confirmation and then just stopped going to church or like going to youth group 
mm-hmm. just because they didn't like their parents always just forced them to like to get to confirmation ah and then yeah but but it wasn't something that they actually lived they just did it to like check a box or yeah but I think yeah we've lived it I feel like because mm-hmm. our parents have always like you know, they told us go to Wednesday nights or like yeah, they always wanted us to be a go, part of go on something. your church trips and do stuff like that. Because yeah. I think like if we didn't get pushed to do that, I don't think we would be as close. Mm. I guess yeah. Hmm. Like they always told us like yeah, you might not enjoy this right now, but you'll love it like later. Which is true. Yeah, because they've experienced that too. Parents know a, a few things. It's not always fun. <laughs> it's not always fun hanging out with me. It's <laughs> fun. <laughs> like earlier, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're younger. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't sometimes like you don't really understand that well and it's just like confusing. So imagine that church is confusing. I have a question. What here's me coming out of the left field again. You can't be I, trusted. I don't I can't be trusted. <laughs> I don't follow the rules. Sorry. When do you feel closest to God? Maybe it's one time or it's when you do a certain thing that you always do or like when do you feel closest to God? I think when I'm doing like church activities, like like things for people. Yeah, and like especially, yeah, volunteering and even like when I went on the houseboat trip, I think that's really like... Like your trips in general. Yeah. Just, just like, like being around people that also are yeah, like here for the same like reason yeah that's what I was gonna say I was gonna say especially on the youth youth trips because you're checked out from anything else it's not just an hour on Wednesday nights it's like usually a whole week and what the trip revolves around and everyone's there for the same reason so yeah and I feel like when you're disconnected you have more reflection time and more like the time to just like live in the moment Mm -hmm. nice do you do times like that, let's just say a youth trip, when you have that like uninterrupted time, does that impact your daily life, you know, when you're back in the real world? Does that impact who you are overall? I mean, yeah, I think so. Like sometimes I'll just think about that time and just like sometimes I'm like, okay, I just need to take a break with stuff. That good. sets you up for like how to be connected to God yeah in the busyness of regular life is that what you're saying yeah yep. sorry I'm, I'm gonna stop asking unapproved questions now <laughs> yeah Love quit it, it. <laughs> I, I'm just so curious you know it's like we have them right here and I want to keep asking things <laughs> I bet they if we weren't recording they would tell you all the things yeah true yeah <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Is there something that, like, when you go to college that you think or that you hope from the community you've built here that you would take with you or will be, like, of help to you when you're away from all the things that you just talked about? Your family and your community and your friends. Is there something that you picked up along the way, either from Wednesday nights or worship or youth trips that will help you? when you feel overwhelmed or I'd say maybe like the adaptability like on youth trips we don't get to like pick what we do but it's 
but it's like fun anyways it's always fun but always a little hesitant but and like coming into this group and having new people here every week not really every week but always new faces so including them and building adding them to our community is like important and I think that'll be helpful when forming our communities later this year yeah like always inviting people being like open-minded and like taking those opportunities that are like given to you I think is yeah even if you don't know what even if you're like yeah even when someone drags you on a four-mile hike but you weren't really prepared for it right yeah yeah like (laughs) finished it that may or may not have happened this summer (laughs) (laughs) these it it was still fun yeah it was for the experience some might disagree. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing that we do on this podcast a lot with our guests, no matter who they are, is kind of ask them to answer a question about like, if you could tell this group of people, which is youth workers, what like one thing was, there's one thing you want them to know, what would it be? Um, A little bit of a different angle, but of the same same kind of thing for for you for you all is you know pretending that you've got an audience of one or 10 adults that's just like actually ready to listen to you and wants to hear what you actually have to say right not that they want you to tell you some answer that they've already decided they they want to hear but like you actually have willing listeners that want to hear what you as young people have to say what is one thing you would want people who work with teenagers to know or what like what what do they need to know and i and what i mean by work with teenagers like think of people like us who are working in churches and working directly with young people like you but i think uh also uh maybe this is an opportunity to tell to parents or teachers or people like that not that they listen maybe they don't listen to this podcast but here here you go here's your chance to tell the adults in your life or the adults working with people like you what what do they need to hear what's something you'd like them to know i definitely say that everyone goes through different things during their teenage years so giving them grace and not putting a stereotype around all teenagers is really important I also think like checking in, like making the teenagers know like that you care, like, yeah, checking in. And like, don't pressure them like into like knowing what they should do. Like, I feel like that's tend to be a big thing as like now these days, I feel like, like you should know what you're doing or you should already have your life planned out. But in reality, like you don't have to do that. Yeah, and you I think, don't have to know. Yeah, and I think like what Lily said, like stereotype. Like I feel like people just think teenagers are like lazy, bad influences, but like we're not. Like a yeah. lot of that's them. dumb. So that's a that's a that's a lazy excuse for uh, older people to say that every everybody younger than them is to blame for the problems. So that's that's stupid. Sorry. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, can I ask a follow-up question though, to what you're saying? Because I think it's really important what you, what you all said and all together, 
uh, also that that young people are going through uh, myriad different things, right? And um, one of the things that adults tend to do to young people is try to lead them toward what they like, what what I as an adult think is the best thing for you, or um, not taking into account the things that you might be going through. And so I'm interested to hear about what checking in looks like, like, what does it mean to check in? Because I think that's a really important thing for us to know, because, um, because I'm hearing from what you're saying that like adults tend to to say, this is what I think is best, or this is what I wanted to do with my life. And I want you to do it now. And uh, that can only, that, that probably feels like it just adds more to what you're experiencing. So I want to know what does checking in look like? What is the way that adults can check in in a way that actually makes it through all of the noise and is helpful and not hurtful? Well, I think for like, like pressuring them in like what they should be doing is like maybe just asking them like, what do you want to do? Or like, what is your idea of like wanting to do in your life like what do you see your life looking like and then just like support through it yes like I think supporting supporting and not judging is like I think a big part listening is that like a text message does that mean like when I see you at the grocery store does that mean yeah what is what is checking in like authentically or like in a meaningful way what does that look like for you I think especially for me, it's like when we're here Wednesday nights, whenever we see you, like asking questions about what you already know about us and what's happening in our lives. And the fact that like, you know, like that you care and having adults that like care and know what you're up to is helpful. Yeah. Like and like texts too, like just asking about things. I don't know. And also yeah, like doing it in like a comfortable space. Like, yeah, like, like Wednesday nights, you can obviously be vulnerable because you're like with people that you trust. Yeah. I mean, you guys are like the only, like, really the only adults like I talk to, like, besides my parents yeah. and friends' parents. But like, with them not around, like, you guys, like, when we're here. So, so what does that look like? when you're not here on Wednesday nights, that means like, I better be texting you and finding out how you are. Yeah. <laughs> are you gonna say, uh, st- stage five clinger, stop texting me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more about just having an yeah. adult that's not your parent. Ah, yeah. yeah. That's nice. Sweet. Mm. But make sure you respond to your parents' texts when you're okay. gone. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have, have to. to. <laughs> That's part of it. That's in the contract. That's good. That's good. It's actually still alive if you don't respond. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that. It's been an awesome conversation. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate the way you all shared with us today and gave us a little window into who you are and only want to say that as you go on to the next thing, I hope that you can hold on to the truth that you are known and loved um, no matter where you're at, right? Like you have the community at Westwood 
And because you have it there, that means you can have it anywhere. And I fully trust that, that you will find that. So be scared, but be excited. And I know it'll be good. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Before we go, here are a few quick announcements and reminders. The network's next Oasis session is coming up on September 14th. Our guest teacher is Dr. Todd Bolsinger, the author of Canoeing the Mountains. The session will be at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. More info at elcayamnet.org slash oasis. Extravaganza 2024 registration is open. The E will be held January 18 to 21 in New Orleans, Louisiana. Note that the dates are earlier this year than they have been in the past. Our theme is dream, and it's going to be so great. You can learn more at ext24.org. Thanks to all of you who are members of the network. Your membership makes things like Third Tuesday Conversation, our mobile app, Discipling Cohorts Initiative, Extravaganza, and much more possible. If you're not a member of the network, we encourage you to join. We are grateful to be a community that cares for this ministry. Thanks so much for listening. New podcasts will be released on the third Tuesday of every month. Be sure to subscribe so you receive them as they come out and share with your friends. And finally, thanks to Paul Amlin, the 3TC producer for his work. Have a great week. Bye. 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 That was good. (laughs) 